Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the BHP 2.0 or the Black Hand Podcast for those that do not know what the BHP means. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good Friday. It's a beautiful one here in old Kansas City, and um, we uh, took it all in. It's, uh, it's getting really warm now, and summer is just around the corner. So we're all trying to get our suntans that we couldn't get last year because of COVID. So hopefully everybody's vaccinated and uh, you can go out and enjoy it because, you know, I think we all earned it, don't you? I think so. Okay, tonight is my subject Friday. I used to do these before, but I'm going to start back up again because some hacker, thank you, decided to destroy my old podcast and... Um, I got away from it for a minute, but I'm back on it now and um, figure out share with you guys tonight what's on my mind. And what's on my mind is the NFL draft of 2021. The Chiefs, being the hometown team, they selected Nick Bolton. He's a linebacker out of Missouri, ding ding, and a Mr. Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. Defense uh, or uh, uh, offensive lineman. Sorry about that. And uh, they're both now part of the Chiefs Kingdom. Welcome, gentlemen. Hope you will do something for us next year and maybe you'll even get something out of it. Hit <clears throat> rank and um, stuff like that. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get down to you know, brass ticks and everything. The NFL is a walking, talking stereotype. Yes, I said it out loud. Reason being is because, well, there's a lot of linemen and quarterbacks and, you know, coaches and everything that do things that would have got me thrown in jail three or four times. But since they are NFL players and they are rich and millionaires and everything, they tend to think they can get away with pretty much everything. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not depending on the person. So I watched the NFL draft, not to see who the, you know, who, what team that I do like is getting or what team, what person will, you know, be successful in their new teams. I watched it to see, and you can call me uh, whatever the hell you want to call me, but it, the shit's true. I watch it to see who will be the first man to have about 19 kids and uh, had to pay child support for him. Or the uh, first guy that's going to spend his first million dollars in a strip club. Or the first one is going to buy about 900 cars and can't afford to drive not one of them because he has no fucking license. And so on and so on and fucking so on. And they prove me right every year. There's always got to be one that's you know got to be you know, they're, they're, I mean, they're making millions and millions of dollars to run up and down the field with a pigskin in their hand and not get hit by the other team in the hopes of winning a Super Bowl or two or three, which is no problem with that. Everybody has a dream. But my thing is, is that with that dream, sometimes you get knocked off course. And a lot of NFL players that have been drafted have done things that were really, really extremely stupid as hell and uh, have, you know, kept doing it until, you know, pretty much till their career is over. 
and especially younger guys. They come in NFL, they got their first million, 400,000, wherever the hell they're getting. And uh, they go out and buy everybody in their family fucking Ferraris. Now, like I said, everybody has a dream. If your dream is to play in a professional football, then congratulations, you have done that. Okay? My hat's off to you. Something that I will never ever be able to do with my life. But you got to remember now that you are no longer playing high school football. You're no longer playing college football. You are playing in the professional football league. And with that comes, you know, TV. And maybe some endorsements and maybe some, you know, subway commercials or whatever. So you can't do anything that's going to jeopardize all that because you think you're all that in a bag of Doritos. Now, that goes for quarterbacks, linebackers, running backs, fullbacks, slowback, whatever the hell you call back. Okay? Because people are watching you now. And I don't mean just on TV. People are watching every fucking thing that you do. Everything stupid that you do. Everything that they think is stupid that you do. Either way, you're being watched. And I'm not trying to make you paranoid. I'm not trying to tell you that big brothers out there were. No. Every fucking eye is on you now. So if you're going to act a damn fool, you might want to do it now. <laughs> because you get in this uniform for this professional team and you know either you're a quarterback or a running back or whatever else that you call it, and you start winning games for these guys. You're gonna be in a spotlight no matter what. Okay? Whether you're winning or losing. Some coaches and analysts will call you either you're the best running back since you know Walter Payton. Or you'll be the worst quarterback since, uh, let me see, uh, Elvis Gerbach. Who the hell knows? But it all depends on your attitude and what you do outside of fucking football. Now, if you want to do, say, like, for example, I don't know, Ray Rice, who decides to play, you know, Mike Tyson punch out with his girlfriend in an elevator, then you might have a very short, you know, short career. Because... I don't give a damn who you are. Any man that puts their hands on a woman and abuse a woman and slap her around and everything like she's a like she's a rag doll, you're automatically a bitch in my book. Sorry. I do not have respect for any man that puts their hands on a woman. I really don't. Because you can beat up on a damn woman, but you can't fight a man. You put a gun out on him. I'm gonna put a cab in your ass. But you don't want to get your ass kicked though. But you can come home to your girlfriend or your wife or whatever and beat her ass for not having the coffee done at precisely at 7 o'clock in the morning. Bitch, move. Sorry. And then you got those that, um, and I don't understand this. You just sign a contract with a professional football team, okay, for millions and millions of dollars. And you have played your entire life to get to this point. To get your mom and your dad out the hood. Get your sisters and brothers in college or whatever. To do all the stuff that you were going to do when you were trying to get into the NFL. And you get this there. You get the money. You get the house. You get everything else. And what's the first thing most guys do? They go back to the hood. Why? You go back to the damn hood. And you hang out with the guys that you... I mean, and don't get me wrong. They're your friends. You grew up with these fools, okay? 
and you hung out with him and you done stuff with him. I mean, not like illegal, I hope, but either way. And you get to the NFL, the epitome of football. And then you go back to where you belong, where you lived at, while you were dirt poor and hang around other guys that you were dirt poor with and try to still be hard. Now, I have no problem with guys staying to their roots. I try to stay in mind all the damn time, okay? But I'm not a fucking millionaire. Hell, I'm not even a thousandaire, okay? So, if I have a contract and I love every damn friend I have, and I know that they all have brains in their head, so I don't have that problem if I had millions of dollars. But if you have been around guys that, you know, blow weed every damn day, and talk like they dropped out of third grade and they, you know, just doing dumb shit for no damn reason. And you go back to that. If they do something while you're with them, then you're going to go down with them. Like I said, ain't no wrong, ain't nothing wrong with being having friends and stuff. You trust them, they trust you. But just know that since you are a millionaire now, they think they can get away with whatever the hell they're doing too. And that's not the fucking case. But if they get busted, your ass is going to be the biggest damn buster of them all. Remember Mr. Uh, Michael, Mike Vick? Yeah, Michael Vick. Yeah, Mr. Uh, signed a contract with the Falcons for 103 million bucks. And he decides to help his friends, quote unquote, start a football fighting ring. And I'm like, what the hell? So then, of course, what happened was his friends, quote unquote, ratted his ass out. And he ended up going to fucking prison. Friends did that to him and himself. So you want my advice? Don't become fucking Michael Vick. Okay? Just because you got your boys and everything and they doing shit that would get you thrown in jail does not mean you have to hang out with them. I mean, seriously, there are some people that, you know, you're like, okay, he's going to be trouble no matter what the hell I'm doing. And those are the ones you stay away from because if you, they do something telling you, do they do something crazy, they don't concentrate on him. They don't concentrate on you because you are the one that's playing professional football. You're the one with the fancy car. You're the one with the millions of dollars and the big ass house out in the hills. Fuck the other dude over here. We're talking about you. You are the poster boy for this shit. So... Bind your friends. That's all I'm saying. And of course, there is the baby mamas, the baby daddies, and everything else. Now, um, if you have children and you're in college and you are trying to get you try and get to the NFL so you can provide for your family, there's nothing wrong with that. A job, it's a job. But if you go out with your friends or your boys or whatever, and you go to some of these places where girls are wearing things that they breathe too hard, that's going to fall off. And they see your big chocolate ass come in here and you just hit sign this big ass contract with one of these professional football teams. They're going to be on you like a roach. Okay. Sugar the roaches. And they're going to be all like, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? just to get your fucking attention to have their breasts hanging out looking at you like hi how you doing oh, I'm sorry I got my breasts hanging out sorry and you know and you all like shit okay bet 
yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a player. What's up? You know, and then you go up there and you fall in love with this woman, and you know you guys are together, but you're not together, but you are together. Beats the fuck out of me. I don't know. And you start having children. You have little Leroy Junior, Leroy Junior Juniors, Leroy Junior Juniors on top of the juniors and everything else. And then you have a fallout. She's accusing you of every day of going out and cheating on her, knowing damn well you're probably not. And then she is going to want half of where the fuck you got. Why? Because you got Leroy Jr., Leroy Jr. Juniors, and Leroy Jr. Juniors the second. So, and then most of you come up there and you um, give her a Caucasian woman. But then they'll start saying that you're a sellout because you are dating this white woman. So you can't win when you're in the NFL. You can't win, period, in sports. Especially when it comes to, like, marriages and dating and everything else. You'll be judged no matter what the fuck's going on. But just make sure that if you with this person when you were in college or high school or whatever, and you tell her you're going to take care of her, don't mean that shit. Say it and mean it. Because if you don't, there's going to be some other hoochie mama around the corner that's waiting to snatch your ass up and leave the other girlfriend that you've been with forever in the, in the dust. That's also a curse that comes with being an NFL player. So now, let's see here. What else is there that you can be warned about here? Um, oh yeah, 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 there's something. There is the T.O. complex. If you don't know who T.O. is, his name is Terrell Owens. If you can remember, Mr. T.O. was a kind of guy that was very flamboyant, and I don't mean like in a gay way. I mean like in, I'm going to go out in the middle of the damn Cowboys field and stand on their star with my hands out. Or I'm going to do some sit-ups and pull-ups in front in my, my driveway where cameras are rolling. I'm going to disrespect my my quarterback for my team. I am going to uh, run up to a guy with a Sharpie and sign a football and give it to him. Yeah. T.O. Complex. Now, if you're good and you can, you know, you catch the ball, you run the ball, you making touchdowns left and right and everything else like that, then you have rights to, you know, believe in yourself. You have rights to think that you're a great player. And most people would agree. But, okay, if you start believing your own fucking hype, and you start believing that, yes, I am the greatest football player of all time, even though there's nothing wrong with that, but some people take it just a little bit too far, then you're going to fall flat on your face. And you will lose endorsements, and some coaches and players will not have any fucking thing to do with you because you brought too much tension. And it'll be about you and not about the team, which I call the big-ass head syndrome. And that does not fly in professional football. Now, most of these guys I just mentioned, they are either not playing football anymore or they are, you know, doing coaching or, you know, linebacker coach or running back coach or whatever or doing analyzing and everything else. And then some just disappear off the face of the fucking earth. Now, the last time I heard about T.O., he was just about to go. I think he was going into the Hall of Fame, I believe. And uh, from what I hear, he was financially strapped. Which is another thing that happens with NFL players. Now, you just got this contract from this football team. Congratulations. 
and you're worth all these kind of money that these people are showing at you. Okay? You don't have to go out and buy 15 fucking cars for one person. That'd be you. You don't got to go out and buy the biggest goddamn house in Florida with 19 bedrooms and 48 bathrooms and 7, 9, 10 car garage and everything because it's only you that's living in this house. Why the fuck do you need a house that damn big? I mean, you bring your family. Okay, that's fine. Or you bring your, your friends, which, again, can get you in trouble, but it's okay. And everything else. But you don't need no nine damn bedroom house if it's only you. Them, them damn houses, I mean, yeah, they look beautiful. Right by the beach, and you know, you got your got your Olympic pool out back, you got a palm tree growing out the grass and everything else. The hut. If you get one and you start uh, you know, declining in your play, then you're gonna have to fucking downsize. I know it's gonna be hard, but you know that that's just a thing. And then you start getting jewelry. You get you know, you get the you know, the rings, you get the watches, it costs more than most houses, and you know, you get the, the uh, expensive ads, you know, sunglasses, and you get these three or four pieces of suits, and they all tight on your ass because I don't know why, because, you know, tight things are in, I don't know, for some reason, and so on and so forth. But then it doesn't stop there. Your girl or your wife decides she wants to go to the most expensive fucking store in wherever the hell you are and buy up the whole goddamn store. And then, and sorry to say, family comes involved. Your Uncle Booker over here decides to go to a bar and be up the damn bartender. He's in jail. Can you please bail him out? Okay, sure. How much is the bill? $4,978 damn dollars. Because Uncle Booker cannot keep his fucking liquor. He should be away from the bar, but he doesn't anyway. My nephew plays football. He's a football running back. Does not fucking matter. He's your uncle, not your father. Your friends, your friends, your friends, your friends, your goddamn friends, they decide that, uh, you know, this is my boy right here, you know what I'm saying? And you buy them cars, souped up cars. Some, some are older, but they look nice. And all that money is coming out of your fucking pocket because, hey, you're their friend. But once the money dries up and your career goes down or, you know, some kind of injury happens and you can't never play a football again, you don't see how many friends you fucking have. And they're going to, you know, they'll, you know, turn on your ass and go to tabloids with no, you did this shit to me too, you know, just, just to get some fucking money out of your torment, which is another curse of the NFL. Then, of course, you're going to get injured sometimes. You will start to um, have injuries that don't heal. You can get concussions after concussions and, uh, you're not playing well with the rest of the damn team. There's a whole bunch of shit that can happen to you. But the draftees of this year need to take all what I'm saying to heart because it's true. Every fucking thing that happens to a person in the NFL is magnified by 100. Your money, magnified by 100. Who you're dating, magnified by 100. Who you're hanging out with, 200. And it goes on and on and on. And if you keep spending the money that you haven't even gotten yet, and you start buying shit for other people, and you don't pay your damn bills, and you got these cards that had no tags on them and everything like that, by the time your career's over, you'll be fucking flat broke. 
And it's not just the NFL. That's the MLB. That's the NBA. The, uh, the hockey, soccer, whatever. So invest your fucking money better than open up a damn car wash with your boy named Bon Bon because he needs to get some money too. Fuck all that. Okay? And don't invest in shit that you know is probably going to fall flat on your ass. Now, <clears throat> if you need an example of what I'm talking about here, got a little funny story here. It's really outrageous, actually. Years and years ago when I had my Grand Am, love that car, I was driving down the main street in Kansas City, just enjoying me having a fucking car. Homegirl pulls up in a black drop-top Tessarosa. And it's a nice-ass car. It's a loud-ass car. She was a fine-ass woman. So I rolled down the window. I was like, what in the hell are you doing in this neighborhood with that kind of car? Well, she's all like, I'm just taking in the sights. I'm taking in the sights as well. And the car was fine, and so was she. The light turned green, and she took off like a bat out of hell. Now, if I would have took five more seconds to look at the license plate, I would know exactly what the hell was going on. But it took the police department asking me where did I see this girl go down or go, what street she went up I was like well she just went like five minutes up the road and I'm wondering what the hell's going on the car in question belonged to dun, 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 Andre Bad Moon Rising Moon <laughs> and I'm like what Andre fucking Rising, you know, the one that got that left eye, you know, the singer burnt his house down in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, him. The girl stole this fucking car from like Overland Park or some shit. And I should have looked at the damn, looked at the damn license plate because it had B Moon on it, which is what his nickname was. Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> and I'm like, that was Andre Rising's car? She's like, yes. She stole it out of his fucking driveway. Reason being is because I guess she got into a fight with him and she decided to take his car for a spin. Now, the car, <laughs> it was a, like I said, it was a beautiful ass car. But the thing is, you piss off somebody while you're playing in the NFL, it also magnifies by 200. They'll start saying shit that's not true. They'll accuse you of shit that hadn't happened. And then you start paying out the ass. Oh, he hit my guard. No, he didn't. He just tapped your guard. He said he was sorry. Here's my insurance card. And then you find out who he is. and like, oh, God, I got a broken neck. I got a broken back. Oh, God, I can't see. All because you tapped his car or her car. You start dating one of these girls and they little youngins. And, you know, they want you know, want you to take them home and, you know, sex them down and everything. All to turn around and say, oh, God, he raped me. And then you'll be fighting in court. Oh, I didn't. I didn't touch her. You did, but you didn't touch her like that. And it's like a, a fucking booklet of shit that you should not do as a professional football player or any professional athlete should do. Because if you do it once, they're going to think you do it every single fucking time. Now, let me see. Another person I can talk about here. Andrew Pacman Jones. And you probably know him from his very, very, you know, open stain that he goes to strip joints all the fucking time and spent over a million damn dollars on these goddamn strip joints putting them in people's G-strings and he got the damn you know he got the, uh, the reputation of doing that and having a very badass attitude all because he was an NFL player 
who gives a fuck? Okay. So to the youngins that are coming into the NFL, there's a bunch of goddamn examples walking around every fucking day in the NFL. You just have to look at one of them to realize that your life can be great. You can have a great career and everything else with championships, whatnot. Or you can end up in a goddamn gutter asking for change. It depends on you. Don't get these damn checks and go out here and spend it on shit that you ain't got yet. Ruining your fucking credit, even though you got money to pay the credit. Don't buy cars if you're not going to get the fucking tax for them. If I had a dog for every time I seen a fake ad, I seen like a tag from like two years or one year ago, I'd be fucking rich, especially in this damn town. And driving without no fucking license. Who the hell does that shit? So much, you got this car. Great. Get a fucking license so you can drive the damn thing so the cop won't have a reason to shoot your ass. That's all I'm saying. And you ain't got to bring your damn boys along. Your boys will be there no matter what. They're going to be mad at you for about a few more years. They're going to come and go just forget about us, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. You know why? Because I'm a fucking professional football player. I hang around any one of y'all, and they find out, media, whatever, and I am fucking dust. And I will never hear from you again because I don't have no money no more. And I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that you should just abandon people, but damn it. You're a professional football player. You're a professional basketball player. You hit a baseball, you run a baseball, football, you dunk a basketball. And you do it by getting paid. So, you cannot go back to the way you were, acting the way you were before you became a professional. You can't have it both ways, ladies and gentlemen. You can't. If you try, then you'll liable to fall on your fucking face. Seriously. And I've seen it happen with so many damn NFL, NBA, MLB players. And they got groupies. They got, well, what they call thirst traps and all their bullshit. Okay. They always at the game. How you doing? You know, acting real stupid. You got white women with their breasts out. Like, oh, hi. How you doing? Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it, I mean... Professionalism, professional in anything, is is you know, it's the you know, it's nothing to be played around with. And even those that didn't do a damn thing, <coughs> Colin Kaepernick, and um, will end up on the outside because people's opinions matter than the person that's playing the game. They want you to ruin the game. They don't want you to, you know, well, you need to keep your damn personal shit out of the damn football game. They ain't worried about your personal. They don't give a damn about your personal life. They weren't, they weren't about the team you play for. Fuck you, <laughs> okay? You get shot to me. Well, I thought he was a damn thug. Because people don't give a damn. They don't fuck with football. They'll get your ass whooped. I've seen grown-ass fucking men that played Madden, whatever fucking year it is, get completely pissed off because their game is gone from wherever PlayStation or Xbox or wherever the hell they got on it. They get fucking P.O.'d. Make sure I love my damn steps. It's a fucking game, dude. <laughs> a video game. Calm the fuck down. Reset that shit. Call the damn day. So, my only advice, and I have not been in NFL. I played a little bit back in the day. Football, that is. And everything else. 
But if you are now a professional NFL player, no matter what position you're in, try to keep your fucking head on your shoulders. What I mean is don't act like a goddamn fool because you just got drafted. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to see nobody's mugshot on TV talking about Gregory Jason. He just got fucking drafted. What the hell are you doing? And, And another thing, whatever you do, on your on the off season, that's up on you. You want to go to the Caribbean? Go to the Caribbean. You want to take your whole family for a vacation? Hey, go right ahead. But whatever the fuck you do, I don't give a damn. But you got problems, whatever. Put the fucking weed down. Damn, is everybody on that shit? I mean, seriously, every damn bro, smoke, smoke more weed. What the hell? Do they grow them in the backyard? What, what the hell's going on? I guess I'm just a fucking nerd. But any NFL player that's that's been you know that's got suspended for violating the, the you know policy for drugs and everything, chances are it's fucking marijuana. And I know y'all talking about well, you can't be dead. Okay, that's great. I'm glad it calms you down because you don't need to be out here knocking people out because you you know whatever the hell your name is. Seriously. But it's, it's like I said, being an NFL is a tricky thing. Yeah, you're a millionaire as long as you're playing. You can get endorsements out of it and get some more money. But if you act a fucking fool and you act stupid, do dumbass shit that you know is wrong and gets thrown in jail after jail after jail, thinking people are trying to get your ass, which chances are they are, then your career will end before you even start it. I remember you guys, just you probably can uh, remember Mr. Johnny Menzel, Mr. Johnny Football. Have you heard from that motherfucker lately? No, you haven't. You know why? Because he let his money overload his ass. Going to fucking bong parties, smoking through a bong and doing dumb shit and everything else. I ain't heard from that motherfucker since he got drafted. Sorry. And I didn't like the son bitch any damn way. But I'm telling you, the way you come into the NFL is the way that your 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 you know whole career will go. It could be good. It can it could it can even end you up in the damn Hall of Fame one day. You never know. Or you can be doing rap sheets. You can be doing jail time. You can be doing many 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 years in jail, and you'll be wondering why. Because you decide to act a fucking fool. There's no other other way. And it's like, okay, yeah, you are a millionaire. He was. But now you're nothing but number 5286739 or something. Ray Rice. He ain't played a day. He ain't snapped a ball, ran a ball since he did that shit to his girlfriend in that fucking elevator. And like I said, any man that can do that to a woman, you're a bitch. I mean, seriously, you are. Because what the hell did a girl do to you that you had to knock her on her ass and drag her out of the fucking elevator, Mr. Rice? And just because you got millions and millions of dollars does not mean that you're better than me, okay? I don't give a damn who the hell you are. And if you let that shit get to you and let it blow up your damn head, somebody's gonna knock it the fuck off. You can run through running backs. You can run through defensive ends and everything. If somebody is bigger than you, you can't run through them. Because you ain't got no pads on. Sorry. 
and you cannot be thrown at in people's faces. Yeah, you can buy your mom a house, you can buy your dad a car, you can buy your, your, your sister or brother some kind of, you know, some kind of motor vehicle, whatever. But what is the point of having 14 fucking cars and you only drive one? I would die. I would kill for any kind of 1977 Trans Am. That is my dream fucking car. If somebody came up to me right now with one of those and I had to trade my truck in, goodbye fucking truck. That's how much I love Trans Ams. But even I know, if I do buy a Trans Am, I'm just buying one. One fucking car. It'll be in a garage. I'll take care of it. I'll clean it. Fix the motor. Whatever. One car. Maybe a truck. That's it. I don't need like nine damn cars sitting out front of my damn driveway. I ain't driving none of them. They're collecting dust. They're not registered or nothing. That's just a waste of fucking money and time, really. And you don't have to get some exotic. You ain't got to grab no damn Ferraris and Bentleys and Maybachs and all that bullshit. Hell, if I can get me a damn Charger from 2020 or 21, I'm good. If I can get a pickup truck. Not like the one I got now, but, you know, something a little bit nicer. I would. And that would be it. Something for my wife. That's all. I would get a house that's, you know, modern. But see, in the NFL, somebody looks at that as being cheap. No, it's not being cheap. It's being low fucking key. <laughs> because, um, it's, it's, it's something, I mean, I guess it's just me. I mean, if I had money like these NFL players do, you know, they buying three or four Harleys and <clears throat> buying boats that are bigger than most, you know, apartment complexes and all this other shit. Yeah, that's, that's on you. It's your money. You can do that. But I was watching an HBO special called Broke. It had old NFL players, old NBA players, old NF- NBL players that played and was broke by the time their damn career was over. All because of your family, friends, or, you know, bad investments and everything else. And they're on TV telling you how much they've blown in like one year. Andre Ryzen was on there, if you can believe that. And, you know, they're all saying, well, yeah, I brought my, my friends a car. Brought my, my. Your friends can get a job. Sorry. You, you, you got it. You are the one that's playing football, not your fucking friends. Unless they are investment people that got a brain in their head. You ain't going to buy them a damn thing. You'd be like, okay, well, good. Go ahead and get a car. I'll be waiting. If you're waiting for me to pick this motherfucker, you better, you're going to be recognized. I'm not going to do that. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is the NFL draft to me is, like I said, the biggest stereotype there is. And for me to say that I watch, only watch it to see who will be the future baby daddy or future inmate, I know it's an insult to them. But you keep proving me right every single fucking time, though. Go out and get your damn license. Put some fucking tags on your Ferrari. Buy a house that only has five or ten bed, five or six bedrooms. Just enough for your family to show up. Don't be buying your friend shit when they can go out and get it their goddamn selves. They'll depend on you from that point on. Don't go out to these damn strip joints and bars and shit where you know that media could fall in there and, you know, something bad happens and your, ass will, your career will be over before it even starts. 
In other words, don't think with your fucking pockets. That's how fucking rap music died. Because all these damn hip-hop artists now don't think about what they're making. They're trying to make the damn money. Fuck rapping. That's basically what they're saying. And they have done, in one decade, what could not be done in 35 fucking years or 40 of rap music. Thank you very much. You destroyed the fucking culture. Congratulations. Talking about, I'll go, I'll go money for bars and stuff. Fuck all that. If the world was a boy right now, money would be nothing but fucking toilet paper. And then what? Then you have to enjoy on, on talent. You don't have that either. So, but congratulations to all the draftees and drafters and players that are going to be playing a professional league and everything else. But, watch what you do. Watch what you say. Watch what the hell you're buying. So, Nobody can come up there and say, well, oh, he was out there to trip joint with this girl named Shamika and whatever her name. No, I don't think so. My ass, I'm going to say this before I get off of here. I told my wife, if I was to sign a $100 million contract with any kind of professional team whatsoever, when I sign it, I'm, I'm you know, I'm Rob. I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? What you doing? After I sign it, I'm like, Robert. I'm like, hey, guys. I, hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I don't know you. Stay away from me. I'll be the wisest black dude it is. <laughs> because I'm not playing that shit. My family will be alright. You know, little bit cousin, baby, whatever. But you are not gonna get me in fucking trouble. You would never hear from me during the offseason. I would barricade myself in my fucking house. I have shit delivered to it and everything else. I'll be fucking Howard Hughes of the NFL. Oh, very really see that Robert again. I mean, Robert's played very gracefully today. I mean, he won a Super Bowl and everything. You haven't seen him? Nope, sure haven't. I got goddamn walls that's taller than the Empire State Building. You ain't gonna never see my ass. Sorry. Don't do interviews. And I think uh, <laughs> I got that from Mar- Marshawn Lynch. He's just like, I'm doing this so I won't get fined. I'm not even gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, y'all, y'all want something? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll email it to you. Don't worry about it. I got you. So, because you ain't making me look like a goddamn fool. Sorry. Can't do it. But seriously, though. Congratulations on getting in the NFL. Congratulations on getting millions of dollars to do what you've been doing since preschool. Congratulations that you're going to be doing it in front of the audience and your hometown crowd or wherever the hell it is. Okay? But just think wisely. You can always tell some bitch that never had money in their life because they got to buy up every damn thing. They got to buy people. They got to buy cars. They got to buy houses. Get that shit in your damn pocket. Don't let these people rely on you because you're the only one that's fucking working here. At least now. Your boys ain't going to do be want to do shit. I'm going to hang over with you. No, you ain't. You ain't hanging out my damn house. Sorry. I'll, I'll invite you over. I'll tell you when it's cool. Because you ain't going to fuck me over. Sorry. And that's probably the biggest stereotype of them all. Who the fuck can you trust after that? Michael Vick earned that one. And I'm pretty sure he regrets it every damn day now. I'm like, damn, I should have go to fools. No, you shouldn't have, because you'll still be playing. He made his comeback when he got out of prison, and I'm glad he got to play a little bit before he retired. But that's what happens when you hang around the wrong goddamn elements, and you're a professional whatever. They will tell on your ass to get their ass out of, out of trouble. 
and they do it all the damn time. Just it hasn't started just today. It's been going on for years. And the biggest, biggest example of that. When I was watching that that documentary on all athletes that went broke after their career was over, I don't know which one it was, but this guy, his family, his mother, his fucking mother, sued him for three hundred and fifty thousand damn dollars. Reason being is because she raised him, and she bathed them and everything else, which I can understand. You're the mom, okay? And your kids usually do all that to get you, you know, to make you retire and all that type of stuff. So you will never want for anything. But this woman sued her son because she wanted her money back for taking care of him. Does that make any damn sense to you? It doesn't to me. I mean, yeah, some kids, you've got to look at them extra hard and everything, but he didn't even do that. He just, I mean, I don't get it. I really don't. So, but it just goes to show you that just because your family doesn't mean that you're not, they're immune. They will sue your ass before anybody else. All because you're a professional whatever player. So please keep that in mind while you guys are signing your contracts and, you know, talking about, you won't take care but no, don't, don't say that. Do not say that shit because they're going to stick your ass to it. Well, you don't mean you're going to take care of me. Oh, dude, yes, you did. You said like 15 at 945 this morning. Yeah. So please, 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 please stay your asses out of trouble. Keep the money that you got in the fucking bank. Don't do every damn thing for everybody in your family or your friends because they're going to rely on you to the day you fucking drop out of the damn NFL. And God forbid, do not get the wrong damn woman or whatever. Because if they, they want to, they can lie and they'll make you money off you anyway. It's the gift and the curse of the NFL and the draft. And that is my word. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the BHP 2.0. Please join me next week when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I will see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. And the NFL players, I salute you. Congratulations getting into the to the big leagues. But don't let the big leagues stomp your ass into the ground before your great for your career's over. Because it can't happen. You just don't see it. It's kind of blind. Either way, just watch your ass. Have a nice night. Peace.